0: relationships with Reverend Kemi Amosu.
1: For his PhD physics, they gave him one simultaneous equation. You know, we deal with is it true that we call it? His own simultaneous equation was like saying X plus Y is equal to W and P is equal to K and hell is equal to him and hell. He said he was so confounded that he just put it aside. That how ah, am I going to do this? But in a twinkling of an eye, he got the solution by being with God and he solved it. Hallelujah. There are things about our lives, about our circumstances that if you think and think and think, you will lose your sleep. You will lose your joy. How? You know, you think, if I give, who will give to me? That's none of your business. That is what? None of your business. You obey God. And hey, if I do this, what will happen? If I do that, what will happen? How will it? Praise God. When you look at circumstances and situations, you will never be able to put two and two together. You will never be able to. Like I said, if you're a young person in Nigeria today, you're a graduate, you have MSc and PhD, and there's no job. And you want to condemn yourself and write off yourself. You'll be doing that if you don't have God. If you don't have God. But you don't have to. God is going to come through for you in the name of Jesus. So I said, be resolute. What does it mean to be resolute? To be firmly rooted, to be determined. I'm going to go all the way with God I'm going to see God do everything That I know to do in righteousness And I'm going to see the hand of God But when you are double minded Paul Bible says you will never be able to receive Anything from God When you are double minded When you do God's, go God's way today and, ah, My friends say They say it's happening You know what is happening today now A lot of young girls and young, young ladies Into uh, Yahoo And Yahoo Plus There are so many people out there, and I don't want to be deceived that some of them are not talking to us. Ah, like somebody said to one of my cousins, you, you are a Christian, face your Christianity. I think the Christian guy was trying to talk to this guy that is into you, Yahoo Yahoo. This thing is not good. Say, no, you you have chosen face your Christianity. Me, this is what I've chosen. Let me face it. So if they can tell us that, let's face our God squarely, all the way, hello. Face your God squarely. Go all the way. Don't do mouth service to the things of God. Don't do mouth service to the word of God. Just because you are a child of God and you come to Rock Foundation Church and you hear the word of God, doesn't mean the word of God is going to come to pass in your life. And I say that again. Just because you're a child of God you are born again, you hear the word of God and you come to the rock foundation does not mean the word is going to come to pass. The word will only come to pass if you give attention personally, privately, diligently and you hold on to God. You know all of us can stand up and say Father we hold on to you but God knows those who are holding on to him who And you yourself, you know if you are holding on to him or you have other options. But if you are going to hold on to him, hold on. It will never fail you. It will never disappoint you. I can assure you of that. If you will hold on to the promises of God concerning your life and go out all the way and begin to live according to the principles that you are learning and you are stretching yourself and going beyond your limits, you are not too hum- you are not proud to go through some situations. Then God is going to come through for you. In the name of Jesus, He says, "Fear not." That's the next thing he says. He says, "Be strong. Do not fear." Everybody say, "Do not fear." Do not fear. Say it again. Do say, "Do not fear." If you pray against fear You are wasting your time You will never see it in the word of God And pray that you will not fear What is in the word is Do not fear Do not fear Fear makes us do some things But if you don't fear You will not do such things Hello Am I making sense It was out of fear that Ah We will never have a legacy. We will never have anybody to inherit all this that we have. That's what made Sarah to act out of fear. To say, my husband, do this. Go after that. It was acting out of fear. God knows you and you know yourself. You know the things that you are doing out of fear. Ah, come come on. You know, I have to. I have to. I have to. I have to. And you think you are helping God But are actually hampering God You are not helping Him He does not need your help What He needs you to do Is to stand firm on His promises And tell yourself Come rain, come sunshine I'm going to hold on to God's promises For my health, I'm holding on to God's promises For my home, I'm holding on to God's promises For the life of my children I'm holding on to God's promises Because there is nothing About your life, that God does not cover. God has a word, has a promise for every aspect of your life. And not only now, even for eternity. Hallelujah. So I said, Do not fear. Let me tell your neighbor, I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what you are in right now, what's facing you. But the Lord says to you this morning, Do not fear. Say to him or high again, do not, do not fear. So if I would not fear, I will hold on to God's promises. If I would not fear, I will give him praise. When thoughts of fear, when thoughts of abandonment, when thoughts of hopelessness come to me, I will lift up my hands and tell him, Lord, you have promised you will never fail. I will hold on to you. I will hold on to you because you have promised you will never fail. It says, Be strong, do not fear. Verse 4 says, Behold, look up, your God will come with vengeance. When you don't give in to fear, when you're resolute, the next thing that is going to happen is your God will come. Can I have an amen? Said, Behold your God will come with vengeance Your God will come and say to you Your God will come with that which you are hoping for When you don't give in to fear When you act in faith and you live your life And you're resolute and you're like God I'm standing with you I don't know how it's going to turn out But I trust you I don't know my tomorrow But I know the one who owns tomorrow I don't know who is going to connect me, but I know the eternal one, the maker of heaven and earth. When you do that, then God is going to come through for you. He said, Your God will surely come. You know, Hebrew says, He that comes will come. Hallelujah. He that comes will surely come. But when he comes, when he's ready to come, will he find you faithful? Paul said in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, he said, We will be ready to judge every disobedience when your own obedience is complete. That's when God can judge disobedience in your life. What are the things that are disobedient? Sickness is disobedience in your life. Sin is a disobedience in your life. Satan is acting as disobedience because he's coming against the word of God. He's acting contrary to the word of God. God will only be ready to judge and to come with vengeance That's revenge. Hey, you think you know how to revenge? You think you know what to do? Sometimes you wish you can put your hands on that sickness and wrench it out of the life of your children. But God can do much more. And he said, behold, your God will come. Tell yourself, behold, my God will come. My God is coming. And he will not delay. Hallelujah. God told Abraham... In Genesis chapter thirteen, Bible says he he took Lot, his nephew, and they were both growing and and expanding, and they got to a point that the herdsmen of Lot and the herdsmen of Abraham were fighting. Like Pastor will say, the issue of herdsmen has always been, but thank God they won't be in heaven. It's not an enemy. It's not a prayer. And I think I know that. They won't be in heaven. Issue of herdsmen and famines and killings. They won't be in heaven. Praise God. And it goes to a point. Abraham came to a conclusion. He said, no, you are my relative. We cannot fight. I will not allow strife. If you go left, I will go right. If you go right, I will go left. And he gave him the option. What a humble person. He had the right to tell him, oh boy, I have fed you enough. I have helped you enough. Take your load and leave me and go wherever. But he was humbly enough because he trusted God. Hallelujah. He was a man walking with God. He was a man that would not go ahead of God again. He said, wherever you choose. So Bible says, Lot look at the good, well-pastured. Take a look at this Genesis 13. Where pasture land? You know, everybody knows what is good now. And when you are cutting meat in your mouth, you know how to cut the bigger portion. All of us did that when we were small. I hope you are not still doing it now. When you have to divide, you say, that's when you know that I am the head of the house. So I should take 70%. And you, my wife, take 30%. But when it comes to eating the head of the chicken, no man asks for the head of the chicken. Does anybody do that? They ask for the thigh. But in Genesis chapter 16, take a look at this. Verse 10, And Lord lifted his eyes. And saw all the plain of Jordan, that it was well watered everywhere. Before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, like the garden of the Lord. Like the land of Egypt as you go towards Zohar. Then Lord chose for himself all the plain of Jordan. And Lord journeyed his, and they separated from each other. Abraham dwelt in the land of Canaan. And Lord dwelt in the cities of the plain and preached his tent, even as far as Sodom. But the man of Sodom was exceedingly Wicked and sinful against the Lord Verse 14 And the Lord said to Abraham After the Lord After Lord has separated from him He said lift your eyes Now and look From the place where you are Northward, southward, eastward And westward for all the land Which you see I give to you and your descendants Forever Look at me If I'm standing here and God is saying to me, "Look northward of Abeokuta, look eastward of Abeokuta, look westward, look southward." Is that possible in the physical? Is that possible in the physical? It's not possible. So what God was saying to Abraham was not something physical. He wasn't telling him look to the north of Abeokuta, east of Abeokuta, or Ogun State or Nigeria. He was telling him to visualize in the spirit. To close the eyes to the obvious. To close to the eyes that, look, you have been cheated. He has taken the good land where animals can grow very well and be nurtured very well. But God had given him promise before that time. That that land, I'm going to give it to you. So God said, look up. Instead of looking down and being cast down and depressed, he said, look up. See your spirit. See what God has told you. See the promises of God coming to pass in your life. Visualize it. Reason with it. Accept it. Welcome it. See yourself in that promise. See that promise coming to pass in your life. There's one thing we tell people in fruitfulness class. Imagine the day you will do the naming ceremony of your babies, imagine the day you are going to give them house to marriage. Hello, you have not laid, you have not bought one block. But can you imagine yourself in that house completed and beautiful? That's what God is saying. Don't look down, look up. Look to the west, look to the east, look to the south, look to the north. I have given you. Imagine yourself in that promise. Imagine yourself with that promise fulfilled, and that joy has come. That's what God is asking. He says, Behold, your God will come. And he will come with vengeance. He will come and do that which you want him to do. Which you are trusting him to do. Praise God. Our God is coming. My God is coming. With vengeance. He said, with the recompense. We are back to Isaiah 35. Look at verse 4. And I close. He said, Be strong, do not fear. Behold, look up. Imagine. Visualize it. See it in your, in your spirit. Say your God will come with vengeance. With the recompense of God. It will come. And it will save you. It will come. And it will save you. It's coming with the reward. I close with Hebrews chapter 10. Look at verse 35. Hebrews 10. Look at verse 35. As I close. Yes. We may be going, the first quarter is gone And we are in second quarter Remember, God does not count days and time Like human beings will count You may have said yes But this time I should have done that Your God is coming You keep holding on Hebrews 10, look at verse 35 said, therefore Do not cast away your confidence Your assurance Which has great reward Hallelujah tell yourself, my confidence has great reward. My confidence is God has great reward. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 35. Say it to yourself, my confidence has great reward. That's if you have confidence in the word of God. Though. If you have confidence in the word of God, you've been trusting him. He says, therefore, do not cast away your confidence which has great Reward. Grace, reward. We read in Isaiah 35, your God is coming with vengeance and it will come with recompense, with will come with reward. God does not hold you, will not keep holding you what you deserve. It's coming with his reward. Have you been trusting, serving, giving, doing everything that you can do? A time of reward is there. I said a time of reward is here I said do not Cast away your confidence Hold on to your confidence Hold on to your God Keep trusting, be resolute Tell yourself again and again My own case will not be An exception to the rule Those are the things I tell myself My own case will not be An exception to the word of God To the word of God I am of those that waste and take hold of the reward because my confidence has great reward. You don't know how near you are to your miracle when you are about to give up. As a matter of fact, when you are feeling the heat most, when you feel like God has forsaken you, when you feel as if you will never leave that stage, but when you keep holding on to God, you just, you just be like, Like David said When the Lord turns the captivity Of Zion We were like them that dreamed And you look at yourself Say it again Say it again You mean Say it again Say it again You mean Like you are dreaming Lift up your hands to him this morning And tell God Say God my confidence is in you My confidence is in you I don't know what you are trusting him for I don't know what you are giving hope on I don't know where you are I don't know where you are At this moment At this junction But renew your confidence this morning In Jehovah Because it's coming It that come will surely come It that come will surely come God is coming for you God is coming for you He's coming with solution He's coming with help He's coming with favor He's coming with assistance He's coming To fulfill those promises In your life Are you fainting Are you giving up Renew that confidence in him Tell him you are my father You are my father Say you are my father I have no other God I have no other option I don't have other alternatives There is nowhere else I can turn to But you You are the one that saves to the uttermost You are the one that rescues That delivers to the uttermost And I say, my confidence is in you this morning. My hope is in you. I will not give up on myself. And I'm not giving up on you. I refuse to fear.
0: (laughs) All the glory belongs to you. All the glory belongs to you, oh God. All the glory belongs to you all the glory belongs to you oh god all the glory belongs to you all the glory belongs to you oh god jesus said in luke chapter 6 verse 47 to 49 that whoever comes to me and hears my sayings. And dust them is like a man building a house, wood that deep, and laid the foundation on the rock. When the flood arose, the stream beat vehemently against that house, and could not shake it, for it was founded on the rock. But whoever heard and did nothing is like a man who built a house on the earth without a foundation, against which the stream beat vehemently, and immediately it fell and the destruction of that house was great." End of quote. I implore you to meditate on every word and put to action what the Spirit of God has said through his servant. By doing this, you're building for yourself a foundation upon the rock. Get more copies of this message for people around you. By this, you're making yourself an agent of change as well as bringing others into this same wonderful experience. For more resourceful materials from Rock Foundation Church, call Sukumi on 80 34443361. Thank you very much for being a partaker of the Word of God. Ah! <laughs>